Hello, it's Worker Placement Podcast, the gaming podcast that's recorded while I drive to work. I'm your host, Jake. It's a special Saturday episode. That's right. I'm working today. Yay! And if you hear the dinner bell ding like I just did there, that means that I got a work email because I am responsible. Yay. So what that means for you, though, is that you get an extra episode this week, and I am super excited to give it to you. It is going to be a very personal episode. It's kind of funny. Um, I was just thinking the other day and told somebody the history of my gaming mice, and I, (laughs) I know that sounds super funny, but it was actually a decent story, and so I figured I would just tell it to you today, and take you can take it or leave it. So my... Uh, for those of you who aren't PC gamers, uh, peripherals don't matter too much to you, p- typically. You know, uh, if you play console, it's like, well, you got your Xbox controller, you know, or whatever, or the, your your DualShock. You know, there's not a lot of uh, variance to be had. I guess some people can get those like Pro controllers that have all the extra. Uh, buttons that trigger, you know, on the back side of the controller or whatever, but for the most part, unless you're a PC gamer, you don't understand what it's like to explore or test or desire new peripherals. And I mean like keyboard, mouse, headphones... There's all kinds of other stuff too. Mouse pad is even important. So all of these things tie into uh, your gaming experience and and how you play. So the the peripherals that you use, you know, they they change over time. You wear them out, okay? Buttons stop clicking, you know. So eventually you have to get new stuff. So over the course of my, you know. PC gaming career, which I would say started in 2005, when I was gifted a Counter-Strike Source CD by somebody with no idea of what this game was. Now, I had played some computer games before that. You know, I had played The Sims, or I was actually into flight simulators for a while, so I had played PC games, but I didn't play, you know, games that were also on consoles on a PC instead. And so I got this gift of this disc, and I decided to check it out, see what it was all about. And so I just went in there with the setup that I had at the time, which was an old Dell PS2 big old clackety-clack keyboard, mechanical keyboard, And I had this little tiny travel mouse. I'm talking that this thing couldn't have been longer than like three inches and maybe an inch and a half tall. It was so tiny, okay? And it was probably the worst mouse to play video games with. But uh, it was what I had and I used it. And, you know, that's what started for me. And I have very small hands. So for me, 
to have a mouse that my hand feels giant around is weird. And I, I'll be honest, I've never had that again. So play. I had that set up for a long time. And eventually I was like, you know what? I want to get a new keyboard and mouse for my setup at some point. I was like, I'm going to be a cool gamer type. So the first thing I did was I went out and got a new keyboard. It was a Razer Arcosa. All right. And, uh, you know, it had, uh, I don't remember the switches that were in it. I mean, Razer typically does like, you know, MX cherries. So that's probably what was in it. But this was early, you know, this was before the whole thing, the whole fad really took off. So it's very possible that it didn't. And the keys were like half chiclet. So that means that they weren't those full height mechanical keys like on those old, like on the old keyboards. So they were like half size. And uh, yeah, so I got that Razor Arcosa. I thought I was really cool. I was a baller. Okay. Uh, actually not a great keyboard really just kind of a mediocre keyboard uh, the space bar had a lot of problems and whatever you know this was my first one I also got a Logitech G9 which now I did not know this when in the future but the Logitech G9 would become one of the most hallowed mice to ever exist and they stopped making it uh, but apparently this mouse was amazing it had these uh, grip styles that you could swap out on the mouse and it would change basically the size and shape of the mouse based on what grip style you put on it and then it also had an amazing weight uh, like weight system where you could change the weights inside the mouse so that it could be lighter or heavier it had a longer kind of, it was that honestly shaped like the Millennium Falcon for the most part, you know, it was shaped like, you know, it's got that kind of flaring back end and then kind of pointed up towards the end. And uh, it was a great mouse. Absolutely great mouse. Uh, little did I know that it would eventually become one of the most sought after mice by gamers, uh, because if I'd known that I would have held on to it. Uh, but eventually, I wore through the grips, and uh, my cable started to fray, and I, you know, I was like, let's look for a new mouse. So, at that point, I did not know what I wanted, but I was playing some World of Warcraft at the time, and so mice with buttons sounded interesting to me. I had a buddy who had a mouse, a, it was a World of Warcraft mouse. And I can't remember who makes it, but it had like 12 buttons on it. And he was like, oh, this is the best thing ever. And so I was like, I, I've got to get it on this game. I've got to get a, but, a mouse with a ton of buttons on it. So at that time, the options were fairly limited, but I ended up going with the Razer Naga mouse. And the this mouse, was like a perfect shape for me. It was a match made in heaven. This was back in 2000... Had to be 2010? Had to be 2010. Maybe even earlier. But I, uh, I made the switch to this mouse. It's got 12 buttons on the left side of the mouse so that my thumb, because I'm a righty, 
my thumb could actually press this number pad with you know with all 12 buttons and it was great because then I had access to all these buttons that my my previously my left or my right hand couldn't press so now it like you know opened up a lot of options for how I could s set up my games and my keybinds and it took a while to get used to but man that was a nice comfortable mouse it was like an egg and then if you were holding the egg it would like it had like some kind of horns basically that would come up underneath your click your clicky your two clicking fingers for your left and your right click and that's um that's how it was shaped it was just a perfect shape for me now you have to understand my grip style for my mouse is a palm grip which means that i put the mouse into my palm and then i rest my wrist on my desk behind the mouse so long mice will never work for me because i i have short hands so i've got to get my fingers up over the mouse you know and and i can't use a long mouse so uh, this mouse was perfect for me because of its egg shape uh, around that time, I also decided to invest in a better keyboard. Uh, that's when I left Korea, I believe I invested. And I got the uh, Corsair K90 Vengeance, which to this day is still a great keyboard. Uh, it's a great mechanical keyboard. It's got a good look. It's got this brushed steel look. Uh, it has a, a row of programmable buttons along the side, so you can set up some macros. Uh, it's got some... It's backlit with some programming for that it's got a scrollable volume knob i mean it's a good it was a good keyboard you know and uh the only reason that ended up meeting its demise is because i literally i was kind of drunk and i poured an entire glass of coke inside of it and uh it um needless to say some of the buttons started sticking and not firing correctly and so i had to just part ways with it uh, that was much later down the road, and that brought me to uh, my Rawcat uh, Myos uh, that I have today, which is a great beefy keyboard. This thing's heavy and just thick, and I really like it a lot. It's got some programmable buttons on the side as well. Uh, the I believe it's got uh, MX Cherry, the brown ones in it. And uh, I love the click feel of these things, the pressure and everything. It's such a great keyboard. So that's where I'm at uh, today for keyboard. Now back to the mice, all right? So I, I had this Naga, okay? And then eventually my wife said she wanted to try and play video games with me, which never worked out. So I got her a Naga. So now I've got two Nagas. And one, my first one, my original one breaks. So I, I take hers, I commandeer that. And then eventually, that one starts to go. The, the Nagas were plagued with this issue where if you eventually it starts double clicking when you don't want it to double click. And so that was that's problematic. So I was looking at getting another one and I go to their site and I realized that they had changed the design of the mouse. Now that the Naga was much longer and uh, much fatter and was not going to fit my hand anymore. And so I was like, oh man, this is baloney. So I, you know, I, I had, um, I had a buddy who ended up getting me a Naga at, for my, for my birthday. And he's like, just whatever, just try it. You know? So I was trying it out and 
I was like, oh, this thing is just not doing it for me. But I was forcing myself to use it. They changed the way the number pad felt. I mean, it was just not the same mouse at all. And so eventually the, the left click actually was uh, sticking. And so I was like, oh, great. This is a perfect opportunity for me to get a new mouse. So I returned the mouse to them. I'm like, I want this other one. And they're like, oh, we're all out of that one. But we can send you the better version of the Naga. And they're like, it's shaped differently, we promise. And I said, okay, I'll try it out. It was even worse. It was even bigger. So I've been on this hunt for the last, like, seven or eight months for a replacement mouse. I've been using, well, I was using the Naga until about uh, two months ago when I decided to try the uh, Steel Series Rival 500 which is a multi-button mouse, but it's non-conventional layout. It's not a number pad on the side. It's kind of got this uh, flared design. And it's too big. It's just too big for my hand. I can't reach all the buttons. It's problematic. So I've been on this search, been on the search, and I cannot find the mouse to fit. I, you know, I was looking at this one by Corsair, uh, the, Cors the Corsair Scimitar Pro. I was looking at a Rockout mouse, which looked pretty good, but I didn't really like the button layout. It was still a little long for my hand, so I haven't been able to find it. But yesterday, I had a breakthrough. I was looking at the Logitech G600, which is most people feel the replacement for the 2010 design of the Razer Naga. And it still is a little big. A lot of the complaints like it's still a little bit bigger, but it's the closest thing we've got. And I got frustrated and I just started scrolling through all the related products on Amazon to the Logitech G600. And I got like 10 or 15 or 20 pages down and I saw this mouse. I'm looking at the picture. I'm like, that looks perfect. That mouse looks perfect. I'm like, could this have finally be it? Like, I'm looking at it. It's got the egg shape with the flared ends. I'm like, this could be my replacement mouse. So I open it up. I'm like, please don't be gigantic. And I'm like, also, please don't be some kind of knockoff Chinese, you know, made in a factory by little children and break in five minutes after I get it, mouse. And so I'm like, just be a, a notable brand. And it's Thermaltake. Now, Thermaltake, for those of you who don't know, they make a lot of, like, interior PC parts, like fans and coolant and uh, all kind and the cases, stuff like that. And so they're a reputable brand, but not really in peripherals. So I decided, you know, well, what's going on with this mouse? And they're making this mouse, and it is perfect. It's an optical mouse with 1600 DPI switchable with great-looking software. Um, 12, now, it's not a 12-button on the side. It's only an eight button on the side, but, um, you know, I'm willing to look past that if it looks comfortable. And then I looked at the size and I was like, Oh my goodness. It's just under 11 millimeters long, which is like the exact size I was looking or 11 centimeters, not millimeters. So it's like, it's just under 11 centimeters long. I was like, that's perfect. How tall is it? It's under four centimeters tall. I'm like, this might be it. This might be the mouse. So I ordered it and I got free one-day shipping. It's coming today. I'm really excited to try it out. I got to get through work first, get home, and wait for that package to come. But I'm really pumped to try out this mouse. I think I finally found it. It's even got a thumb rest, which most mice don't have. Uh, and I'm just super pumped. I'm so happy. I think I finally did it. And it was not that expensive. I was expecting the mouse to be like, I don't know, 
like an $85 or $90 mouse because it's optical, but it's not. It's only 50 bucks, and so I'm, you know, well, I'll report back on how the mouse performs, you know, because there's not like many reviews of it because Thermal Take basically made an amazing mouse that they're just giving away, you know, at a low price to try and penetrate the peripheral market because they're not in the game, so they want they want and need people to switch over to it. So, needless to say, I'll be I'll be trying it out. I'll be trying to pedal on my uh, Steel Series Rival 500 at some point. I'm sure, but that's where I'm at. So, very pumped for that. And that's the kind of story of my PC peripherals. You probably didn't want to listen to this episode, but you did, or maybe you didn't. I don't really care. Um, if you're into that kind of thing, I hope you had fun. Yeah. So. Uh, if you want to check it out, it's called the Thermal Take Nemesis. It looks like a really awesome mouse. We'll check out the design and the click feel and all that jazz later today. And I will definitely report back. So, hope you enjoyed this extra Saturday episode of Worker Placement. Uh, I know it's been a rough couple weeks with consistent posting, but I'm hoping to turn that around uh, this week and going forward. So, love you folks. Uh, hope that you have a great weekend. There's the ding. It's dinner time. So, this weekend, remember to play some games, friend, and most importantly, have fun. Bye-bye for now.